Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Story time with Joey on 1080 The Fan. All right, we move into story time with Joey Harrington, and uh, he said, indeed, he would bring the stories this week, so don't disappoint us. Go! Whoa. Are we, <laughs> Say are we, something. How about hi? Mm. Hi, good to see you. Were you out in the snow yesterday? Or, I mean, uh, well, Wednesday? That, I'm currently out in the snow. I was out in the snow the first day. I was out in the snow the <laughs> Second day, I was out in the snow. I'm out in the snow right now. But your your backyard snowing it, and backyard snow is one thing. You want to be you want to be in home yeah. snow. Were you caught in it like everyone road else? snow? No, 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 no. I, I'm currently not in backyard snow. Although we did do um, a, a hell of a, a snow fort, mm. right? You know, building different layers upon <clears throat> you know the the heights of the walls to protect the uh, the forward um, advancement for the snowball fight. <clears throat> but uh, I'm currently uh, over at the Grand Bowl. With uh, a little bit of you know a little bit of evening sledding. Oh, cool! That's a yeah. such a good dad. That's a slice of Americana right there. <clears throat> you know, just walk down the street and you know. But yeah, to to answer your question, um, no, I did not get caught in. I'm I'm not. I've I'm I've lived in Portland long enough to know that <laughs> people don't people freak out. It's like, oh my god, there's snow! I'm going to leave my car in the middle of the freeway. Yeah. That, that did happen. It is kind of amazing that a top 25 metro area like a lot. <clears throat> continues to be brought to its knees. And that was a bad storm with 10, 10 and a half inches. But still, like it, it, it fascinates me that a metro area of this size, we cannot figure out how not to be crippled by mm. like one day of snow. Mm. Well, it makes for, you know, great, great kid stories, right? <laughs> you know, great memories. Like, hey, remember that year? Remember the year yeah. when it snowed? And then I used to, I mean, I literally had, like, you can, you can start the story not by year, but by the snowstorm. And, like, so one was the snow, and then it was just the snow with the ice, and then it was the snow with the ice, and then the snow on top of the ice, and then, you know, like, that's, that's just kind of how, how, how childhood works around here. But you had, you had people legitimately, and I always think that people, like, over-exaggerate for, for dramatic effect when it comes to these sorts of things, but there were people from Portland into Vancouver and from Portland into Beaverton, it was a seven hour commute. I mean, that's, it's mm. insanity, you know? And yeah, and, no, that's, that, that's a combination of <clears throat> Portland's lack of, or their inability to, you know, salt or sand or, mm. you know, plow or do whatever they do to the roads. And, and then people's just stupidity of like, Oh my God, I'm going to go really fast. And then I'm going to crash. And then somebody else says, Oh my God, somebody's crashed. So I'm going to leave my car on the middle of the freeway. 
Like I, I, it's just, just be smart. Like just, yeah. the car abandonment is really another level of, I, I I've never experienced. I haven't either, I've but never it, seen it it's, un, it's unbelievable. I think it's really exclusive to this area. Is it not? Like I, I've never heard of this no. type of car abandonment. Well, every place Never. I've lived has either been like Florida, where you don't get snow, or you know, what Utah, Anchorage, like we, Denver. You have to deal yeah, with it. You have to, yeah. So we're in this weird little pocket where we don't have to deal with it until we do, and I think or, that leads to the it's time to panic and take to the streets. Well, there's also this element of like if I mean sometimes it happens, right? You yeah. your car has broken down or yeah. spun out or whatever. Yeah. The lack of people's ability to at least try yeah. to get it free or over to the side yeah. is really <laughs> otherworldly baffling too. Okay. It's pretty wild. Yeah, I'm out of here. Yeah. They're just, yeah. It's like, I'm, I'm just going to walk. I'm out. Right, at, and I'm out. Well, I'll tell you what, I, at the six hour mark of not moving, I, I don't know. I think at that point I'm not judging anybody. Yeah. It it's, was tough. It was seven tough. degrees with the wind chill and you've been in your car for six hours and you've run out of gas. Well, I don't, hey, I don't fault people. Over by my house, a lot of people had to sleep in their cars on I five North. Yeah. Like a lot of truckers. And yeah, stuff. We rough. had a, we had a trucker that, that an 18 wheeler got, got rerouted from I five North cause I five North was a parking lot. Yeah. So he comes over to right in front of our house and he can't get up the hill cause there's a bunch of other cars stopped yeah. up there. So he is stuck right in front of our house and never saw him until the morning. He slept in his cab and then he comes out and the guy's like, dude, you don't know what it's like to sleep when you have to poop. Can I use your restroom? Wow. Yeah. The, oh, the weed oh, shop said yes. The weed shop across the street would not let him use the restroom, which I thought was really that's, that's, poor form. that's awful. You would think the weed shop would be more like that's hospitality. Weed says, Hey, we're in this together. Couldn't believe that. So yeah, he blew up my bathroom. <laughs> well, yeah. good for you. Yeah, it's crazy out there. It's crazy. Do you know who the before we get to football stuff, do you know who the most famous person was out there uh stuck in it helping others? I thought maybe it would be you, but we find out that you weren't out there. Do you know who, who I could I could see Joey handing out snacks and like coffee. Or just like that. helping somebody push their car or something, yeah. you know. Um, do you know who it was? Did you see the, see the big news? No, I'm I'm trying to, I mean, is this like a local thing? Is this mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, did Michael Jordan like come in or like, what, like, what are we talking here? We are talking Colin Kaepernick directing traffic yeah. during Portland. In Portland? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was at Con. Yeah, he was, uh, was he? Yeah. Is that where he was? Yeah, he was he doing he, dinner? Yeah, he was doing dinner at Con. He was here for a Nike event and they got stuck in it. Whoever was picking him up. They got. They all got stuck in it. There's a video of him directing, tra- <laughs> directing traffic, and then, well, uh, yeah, kneeling to change a tire and then getting booed. <laughs> wow. I'm just kidding. Um, okay. I enjoyed that. I don't know if anyone else did. <laughs> oh, I enjoyed well, that. <laughs> well, you know, uh, I'm going to leave this right there. <laughs> it's probably for the best. Yeah. There's a photo of him at con yeah. with uh, what's his nuts. Yeah. The, the the Haitian what's, guy. What's the, what's, his uh, the, what's the, the guy's owner. name? I don't know. Gregory, Gregory. Gordon. I'm not. I'm not lucky enough to have gone yet. So oh, I'm not, I'm not sure. Oh. <laughs> well, we both have, and yeah, let me tell you, it is scrumptious. It really is. It's mm-hmm. it's it's delightful, and I'm pretty skeptical of the bougie places. My uh, my special lady friend usually ditches me for her other bougie friends, uh, and I went in very skeptical. And I'm here to tell you, uh, it's it's quite good. It's for real. All it's, right. it's for real. Get your Fair butts. Enough. Get your butts in there. Could you help me get a reservation? Oh, uh, do you know the secret? What is it? Um, I th- see. I'm make sure I get this right. It's at n- the second of every month at noon on their website is when they release tables for the next month, and it f- and it fills up fast. So that would be uh, next uh, week on Thursday at noon. You got to be on there hitting refresh. 
And so then, you so you just ruined it for so like it's not yeah. a secret anymore now. Well, it's not. I mean, it's been written about, and yeah. like that's how that's that, the only way to get it. That's really right now. The demand is still there that that mm-hmm. is really the only way you can get in. So the more people that know <laughs> about that, maybe they'll get through. Like it's like a traffic jam. Maybe they'll just eat there and get through, and then it will free it up for the rest of us. But that's sound thinking. Maybe I'll just hunker down here in the snow and just yeah. wait. Yeah, just wait. Now, <laughs> excuse me. <coughs> my apologies uh this is our uh, friday visit with joey harrington oh uh, we've got a lot of hot free agent contract talk now coming up here because the draft is uh, still a couple months away uh, yep, lamar yep. jackson with the ravens mm-hmm. what would you do what would you do if you're if you're baltimore you know pay the guy what he wants he wants more guaranteed money than deshaun watson i guess oh well it just kind of depends on like i don't know because you can you can make the argument both ways right you can make the argument of this guy is literally your team. You wait for a generation uh, for a quarterback like this. But in order to keep him, you're going to have to pay a or, – or, or, or give him a contract that is not just historic in the amount of money, but is historic in the, the type of contract which is going to be guaranteed. And it's, it's truly going to change the world of, of football forever. And do you, like, I mean, let's, let's call a spade a spade here, right? He went out and played this year, and, he, and, and his style of football is not, you know, sit in the pocket and protect yourself like Tom Brady. His style of football is get out there and run and throw your body around, which got him injured this year, right? Last two you know, years. There's, the last two years, exactly. Now that's not to not to downplay his talent at all, and, and and you know I would do anything if I was a GM to have him on my team. Uh, well, I don't know if giving him a guaranteed contract is do anything, but if you don't do it, then somebody else is going to, right? You got to think that Atlanta or or the Jets, um, you know, as soon as they non-exclusive franchise him, which allows another team to negotiate and, and trade two first-round picks. I mean, he's gone. I mean that that that's going to be gone. The thing for me though is like, sure you can get you can get injured. You know, you could get injured on the football field, or you know, you could get injured. Say like tying a sled disc to the back of your buddy's Ford Explorer and doing cookies <laughs> in the All Saints parking lot after the, you know the Snowmageddon in in '04. So like, mm-hmm. you know that that not that that actually happened. You know, not that, you know, I had just signed a contract and then decided to, you know, tie a rope to the back of my buddy's Ford Explorer. But, oh, you know, wow. like that, that could happen. <laughs> what, what, is, what year is this? Well, this would have been snow, ice, snow year, right? So that would have been the, the year, what would that be, 03, maybe? Back here, you mean? I think it was here, yeah. I had just come home for... Um, you know, after the season and, um, you know, you're just out of college and you're still making stupid decisions, even though, you know, I just signed a fairly large, you know, NFL contract and my buddy who, you know, got stuck at a, you know, kind of like you and, you know, you, you got stuck in, uh, in traffic and went to your buddy's house. He got stuck, um, and couldn't get back up Mount Scott. And so he was like, I'm just going to crash at your house. And so of course, you know, you decide just to go down to the neighborhood parking lot and hey, I bet you I could tie a rope 
to the hitch of the Ford Explorer and then sit in like one of those sledding discs and we can just do cookies up in the parking lot. Um, and then shoot off and like fly across the parking lot. But what you don't realize if, you know, in theory you potentially did that is that once you get going on that sheet of ice, um, there's literally nothing to stop you if you're heading straight for a, a volleyball pool. Oh dear. Right. So, you know, potentially if you're sliding, you know, let's say 18 miles an hour at, at best guess towards that volleyball pole, the best thing you could do is try and like put your foot out, but your foot could potentially slip and then you could like go square into it with your shin. So, um, you could get hurt on the field or you could get hurt, you know, with a volleyball pole and a Ford Explorer during <laughs> Snowmageddon about three. Now, wait. Okay. So if that happened, <clears throat> what team would you have maybe signed with? Well, I was, I had just signed with the Lions, right? So it was more of just trying to hide the injury. So you didn't tell them? No, God, no, no. I went to New Zealand. No, oh. I, I went to New, I went to New Zealand, and then when I came back, I was like, "Yeah, I uh, uh, flipped when I was hiking," oh. and um, yeah, they're like, "Why do you have this massive contusion on your shin that uh, you know if we X-rayed it would probably find a hairline fracture in the off season?" Like, I, I, I don't know, it must have been a a, a big rock <laughs> or something. I like wonder that. how often that happens. <laughs> um. I would guess more than you might think. Yeah, I would think so too. Yeah, there's no one wants to admit, and there's some high profile cases of that. Where, Jeff Kent. Yeah, Jeff Kent. Who is it? Uh, who is the Mets? Uh, uh, the outfielder he said he stepped in a hole and broke his ankle. Uh, uh, Cespedes. I mean, they, they, yeah, these sorts of stuff happen. Well, who and, stepped? Who slipped out of the shower? Oh yeah, someone. Uh, yeah, someone. Well, but said, that's real. Though. Well, that's, oh, we don't think that's real. Well, I don't know. I mean, you had no the, way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you stepped out of the shower. Brian Greasy fell down some steps. Yeah, you, know, you were there for that one. Yeah, stuff happens. And he it, did fall down steps. Yeah, but I mean, he was housed. Right? His house. You said he tripped over his dog or right. whatever it was. Like, there's a million of those things where it's like, yeah, one in a million shot. I'm a dog got in my way, and you just leave out the part you had, you know, 17 well, bourbons or whatever. They can't prove. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody dared me to do it, and these steps, you know, they happened to be, you know, a full flight that somebody, you know, decided to just sled down. I don't hey, know. Hey, when there's millions of dollars on the line, when you got stuff in your contract, you're damn right you lie about it. Heck yeah. To teach Junior. <laughs> yeah. What was Jeff Kent's? He was he was riding a motorcycle. But he said that he fell yeah, out of the back he, of his truck or something? Yeah, yeah, he had some sort of horse crap excuse, but he was like, doing wheelies on his motorcycle, and he <laughs> ate it. You know, it's like, mm. well, we said that Tatiste had that just uh, before he got popped with the roids. He had, a, like, an ATV accident or oh, something. that's and, right. And he tried to say he was doing something else, and then they're like, yeah, we, we you know. They now investigate those sorts of things. Man, like, eh. you, were, you were ahead of your time, <laughs> Joey. Well, you know, it, you, you got to do what you got to do. I mean, when you have okay. snowpocalypse, you got to take full advantage because... It just doesn't come around very often. No, it does not. All right, we'll find out if Joey Harrington had an office in Detroit uh, coming up next. (laughs) It's story time with Joey, brought to you by Mods PDX on The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, back with Joey Harrington here on uh, Friday Storytime with uh, Joey. Uh, Russell Wilson uh, had an office in Denver. 
requested a trade out of Seattle. All this stuff we learned in that athletic article today. A little awkward. Yeah, a little weird. A little weird. Did you have an office in Detroit? <laughs> um, an office, yeah. Uh, I took mine was my office would be the uh, the media room uh, because that was where I took all my complaints. That's where uh, <laughs> I, I uh, had a bunch of business meetings and learned about all the horrible things I was doing. No, um, I don't know. An office? No, of course not. The, honestly, the only other person I ever heard that had an office was Brett Favre. Was Favre? When he, yeah. I heard that Favre had an office when he went to the Jets. Really? And we all know how, how well that worked out. Mm. Yeah, I've never heard of that. I, I thought that was odd. I think it's probably pretty easy to get crowned up at some point, like... You know, it's like the same thing with like movie stars or, you know, a big musical act and, you know, NFL. I think you reach a certain point. If you don't have some people to keep you grounded, I, I think it's pretty easy to let the head uh, go into some high air. Oh, for sure. I mean, that, that, that's, I mean, but, but that goes beyond like <laughs> him. Yeah. What, what possible good could come from isolating yourself from the team right from creating this sense of i am better i am more important than everybody else nothing absolutely nothing good could come from that i saw somebody say oh well he had an open door policy and then (laughs) you know and uh and but nobody came and the the response was yeah because his his open door policy should have been right in front of his locker where his office should have been like that's like i I don't even i don't even know like what did you ever have like I said, so so well, you, I say, the, the, the only person like I said the only person I knew who had an office and was was father and I and I think we've all kind of come to the um, I don't want to say understanding of the type of person that, that Brett is yeah we know <laughs> but yeah I mean there are there were stories about about Brett and and you know who was uh, Chamira remember Mark Chamira oh yeah yeah, yeah. The baby, the the guy, he got in trouble with his babysitter, right? Yeah, babysitter in a hot tub. Uh huh. Yeah, I mean, there were stories of of them flying down to Milwaukee and then coming back, you know, with plane loads of people back to Green Bay and and then saying, "Well, it's been fun. Find your own way home." Like, mm-hmm. like the the people, the people that end up with their own office, like, I don't know. It yeah, it says something about like you. Kind of exactly right. Exactly. Well, and the more and more stuff that comes out, some of the uh, the. The, the chiseled marble around Russell is starting to chip away. You know, it's... It's like a sack of potatoes. You <laughs> said that. Tariq Wollin said yeah, that. he looked like a sack of said, potatoes. I thought he was... Did you see that, Joey? Tariq Wollin said, you know, I thought he was really fit and everything watching him on TV, and then I get in the room with him, and he looks like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> did you ever have that, though, in Detroit? So you're the high draft pick. You're the savior, yep. right? So I'm sure right. you had to fight a little bit of this, where where they want to put you on a pedestal and... You know, did you have things that made you feel uncomfortable where you were like, dude, this isn't a good idea for if I'm going to, you know, ingrain myself into the team? Um, you know, what's funny is I actually probably went the other direction and I probably did some things that in order to, right. I know that I did some things in order to ingrain myself with the team that I ended up not being comfortable with and, and, you know, saying, dang, I, I wish I, I, I wouldn't have done that. Like, I, it's, it's a really interesting, because Russell isn't young. Like, it's not like he's trying to, ingra- I don't know, ask, ask the question again. I'm, I'm a little confused with kind of the, well, 
you you were the you were the high draft pick, right? So I, like, okay, let me give you an example. Like Joe Burrow, and I think Justin Herbert has a little bit of this. These are guys that just naturally, it seems like they're one of the guys, right? And I think that matters right. in a locker room, as we're talking about here with this whole thing with Russell Wilson in the office. Right. You, you know, it's interesting that you, you know, you in Detroit, you are the what number three pick, right? So you're the Correct. quarterback coming in, and the Lions have sucked for years. Like you're the guy, like they are, you're the savior to them. I wonder right. if it's hard to just be the Joe Burrow or the Justin Herbert when you're already sort of <clears throat> crowned. You like when you get there, and and they probably roll out the red carpet for you. Maybe they didn't. Maybe they just treated you like any other player, but um, it would seem to me that... No, okay, so, so here's the thing. It's, it is, you, you, this is kind of a combination, I, I understand what you're saying now, this is kind of a combination of all of the com- conversations that we've had so far. The red carpet is absolutely rolled out, and there's no way to get around it. Like, you know, I remember, I, I remember, you know, my, my brother came to, to visit me in, in Eugene and we went down to Rennie's and, um, you know, I went to the, the bouncer. I was like, Hey, this is my brother. He's coming in with me. And you know, he wasn't, he wasn't 21. And they're like, yeah, okay, cool. And he looked at me and said, people will break the law for you. (laughs) And it's like, like that is, that is literally what happens to every single one of these, these players. Right. So you want to come in and be, just one of the guys, but one of the guys, the guys want that experience. The guys want that treatment and you're the one who can provide it for them. Right. So in order to be one of the guys, you have to, in a way, take advantage of it, but use it to give it to other people. Right. That's the tricky part. Mm. And that's where the getting caught up. And, you know, what did you say there? Sue? like, you know, wearing a crown, like the more you do it, the more people are literally like bending over backwards to do things. And it almost kind of becomes a a bit of a game. Like, you know, somebody says, Oh man, you know, I wish that, you know, we had, um, you know, two Rolls Royces and a, and a, and a, and a emu sitting outside. And you as, you know, as the quarterback is like, yeah, I bet you let's see if we can get an emu here. Like (laughs) I, and and it's, and it's almost kind of like a challenge. Right. But it, but it's, because there's this confidence that builds. Like the more people say yes to outlandish stuff, the more you think, oh yeah, I could do that. But you're doing it for the other people. But at the same time, you're building up this ego, this confidence that probably gets you to the point where it's like, yeah, I'm pretty stinking special. I need an office. Right. Did right? you? So that that's the balance is trying to include all the people. The offensive lineman doesn't get that treatment. No. Right. You know, the, the backup tight end doesn't get that treatment, but boy, would it be really cool? To, would it make him feel really special if he did? Yeah. And that's what you do as a leader. Hmm. But finding that balance before it crosses the line, that's what the great ones are able to do. Yeah, it's the, it's the, you're, you're right. It's that balance of who do you bring along. And, and, and not that Russ is hated by everyone, but you certainly don't hear a lot of stories about him bringing the other guys with. It's, it's one thing, it's a, the rising tide lifts all boats versus... I'm just up here and occasionally I lift you up with me when I decide to. I, I do think that there is a a fine line between those th- those things and and it's probably a very delicate dance well, sure, to, yeah, to, you to get walk. you get lifted when you take the elevator up to the second floor to come visit me in my office. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. where all the coaches are yeah. and only me. <laughs> exactly. yeah. Did you ever have any problems with 
in the locker room, you know, with players, uh, divisiveness, uh, you know, that type of thing. Meaning what? Meaning the Russell Wilson stuff, like some guys in the locker room just didn't vibe with you or you didn't jive yeah, with them or, absolutely. you know, absolutely. Like, and, it, and it was, and honestly, like my biggest problem was I tried to do, I tried to connect or I should say, I tried to, um, tried to be the person that would like, that everybody liked, but it, it just didn't come across as genuine. And if you're not playing well, then then yeah. then guys people don't take really that care. The right way. Exactly. Yeah. Like it, it was never. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's a tough it's a tough line to walk. Um, and and there were guys that, you know, I don't. I mean, I could I could look back on like you know I had barbecue over at the house and you know invited a bunch of the team and. Um, you know, one of the tight ends, he tells me, he's like, oh man, you bought the wrong kind of chicken. I was like, all right. So noted, like next time I'll buy a different kind of, you know, like, like all the, like, I don't know. Like it's, I tried too hard. Yeah. I tried too hard and, and I didn't play well. And so then, you know, then you might as well just tie a rope to the back of your buddy's Ford Explorer. And find <laughs> the team. Well, it's such a unique position. Um, I, I, I have sympathy towards it. Cause I, you know, not that I was star or anything. I was a good player my whole life, right up until the NFL, and I could not have been a quarterback. I, uh, I'm not gonna say I was an ass, but look, I'm not the world's best leader. I, I'm kind of surly, and I'm the guy that punches the quarterback at practice. I can't imagine being in charge of a locker room or being in charge of a huddle. I don't think people appreciate the uh, the fact that you have to be so good on the field, but all the other stuff that comes with it. Cause not many other positions. Um, do you have to do that when you're an old lineman or you're a running back or receiver, you can kind of be who you are. And if you want to be an ass and you're a little surly or a little grumpy or a little bit like that, you're just known as kind of quirky and you're like, ah, oh, that's just so-and-so, but it's, you don't get that. You don't get that benefit when you're the quarterback. Yeah. Quarterbacks don't get to be quirky. No. Yeah. That's no. interesting. I can't think of, yeah, is is there a quirky quarterback that you can think of? It doesn't. It, it, you really don't. You you want to be. You got to be Chet. You betcha. You got to be Buzz Aldrin. You got to be the American hero. You got to be Tom Brady. Well, Rogers kind of Rogers. Quirky. And and what has happened the last handful of years when he's, he yeah. has become quirky is that he's he gets fillet for it. You know. It's, well, it doesn't seem like it's all hunky dory up there. Either. No. You know, it's no. like that's yeah, interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. Hard. Hard. Uh, very delicate dance. Now, Phil Knight, eighty-five. Uh, trivia today on the show. So I've got a question for you because it's his 85th birthday. Did you know that? I did know that. Yeah. Okay. So as of 2023, how much money has Phil Knight donated to the university of Oregon? That's good. (laughs) Oh, good Lord. And it's just a round number here. will will suffice. As of 2023 and not just the athletic, we're talking about the university. Uh, Correct. Right. Just Oregon, not Stanford. Right. Well, I mean, there's the Knight Library. Mm-hmm. There's the, um, but I mean, even like the the Jaqua that was done mm-hmm. by Phil Matthew Natarino, uh, right? Matthew, I mean, I'm going to say a billion. I see. I was going higher. I'm going to go like one point six, one point five. Joey Harrington is dead on one billion dollars. He has donated yeah, to the University of Oregon. Yeah, that's, that's great. Good job. That's a yeah, lot of money. I believe too. it. I believe it. Yeah. All right, sir. Enjoy the snow. Enjoy your weekend. 
and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Heck yeah. Looking forward to it. All right. See you, Joey. See you, guys. Joey Harrington, Storytime, each Friday here on the show, is brought to you by Mods PDX. The future of building is here. Coming up next in the club, why do we continue to ignore results of these overwhelmingly positive four-day workweek studies? Help me with that. We're going to get to that next. Uh, This is The Fam. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.